welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast and our latest episode of Throne Watch, our weekly recap review of House of the Dragon. I am Larry, and this week I am joined once more by one of our our typical a co-host, if you will, Miss <laughs> Mads. Hi, Maddie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. Welcome back. Glad <laughs> to have you back for this episode. Thank you so much. So I guess we'll start there. Since you weren't able to be here last week, what were just your general thoughts on episode three? I really liked episode three. I started feeling a little bad for how hateful I'd been toward Allison in the last episode. (laughs) Um, Felt a little guilty, but no, I had a lot of fun with the episode and I thought it was really good and I thought it was a good buildup to today's episode for sure. And how did you like the introduction of my BB, Sea Smoke the Dragon, and Raynor Valerion? Absolutely loved it. <laughs> loved it so much. Oh my god, that whole battle scene at the end was one of my favorite battle scenes of anything I've ever seen. I'm not really big into oh. battle. I don't like ships battling. I don't like people battling. <laughs> I usually just zone out or go on my phone just because I lose interest, which is funny as someone who loves action films and sci-fi and like comic book movies, I just don't care. I was glued to the screen at the sea steps. um, When Damon was like taking everyone after he pretended to surrender. Oh my God. So good. (laughs) So good. Well, I'm glad we got our, our action fix in episode three because episode four had none of it. There were no action (laughs) sequences for y'all this episode. Uh, and really, this one was lots of drama, lots, lots. of family <laughs> drama. Like, okay, this is this is like House of the Dragon, Westerosian, like telenovela. Which um, is so funny because this is my favorite episode so far. I love the <laughs> politics and I love the drama so much. Fun. Um, I actually think I might be on the opposite. I think this is my <laughs> least favorite of the four so far. So generally I love, so the politics mixed with like the drama and action is, is like, I, that's why I think Game of Thrones hits its peak is when it's able to really give us all three of them well. Mm-hmm. And I still liked it. So I still really enjoyed this episode. I don't think they've had a miss so far. I think it's been four really good episodes to start your series. So mm-hmm. saying it's fourth of four when I've really enjoyed all four is not really saying all that much. They're pretty close, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, episode three is still my fave. I, I loved episode three. This one, I knew we were... Okay, so being someone who has, you know, read the the book, the mm-hmm. Fire and Blood book... I knew we were going to have to start getting to some of this here pretty quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Rhaenyra has some some fun little trisses under her belt mm-hmm. <laughs> as we start to see this episode. Now, uh, I have been on the anti-Hightower train since before, obviously, since since the books themselves. Yes. Um, they are doing a lot to... Really, 
sympathize, Allison. They are. They are. And I like it as a development overall. Um, It makes the story a lot less black and white for me Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. because how it is on the page, I don't understand the other side. Like, I just don't know how you could be on the other side of the fandom that like thinks, you know, the team that isn't my team is right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Here in the show, uh, I'm going to, I see it's a lot more muddy and Mm -hmm. I like that. That's what I like about Game of Thrones. But yeah, let's go ahead. Sorry, I just kind of went on a diatribe there. Let's go ahead and just go through some of the major key aspects of this episode. So we open up with Rhaenyra sitting there listening to basically pitches. She's like <laughs> yep. the prize of a, a dating show here. Not really a dating show, but um, yeah, these men are just coming up and staking their claim, telling her why they would be great matches for her. That's literally what The Bachelor is. <laughs> <laughs> the Westerosian b- Bachelor. <laughs> exactly. And she's having a tour all around Westeros doing this um, to try and find her match. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing old men. Oh, she shaded the hell out of that first man. I loved um, it. <laughs> and then we see a little boy. First off, I did not feel bad for that man that got stabbed because, <gasps> um, sir, that is a child. Leave him the hell alone. So, like, why are you talking to him like that? I felt a little bad only because he and Rhaenyra were having, like, good banter. Oh, yeah. So she was kind of encouraging him, and he went too far and then got killed for it, and then she just (laughs) leaves. And it's like she was literally encouraging the banter by saying she liked it. Like, I love Rhaenyra. I will never slander that woman, no matter what she does. But I felt a little bad for him. I was like, he's just trying to be class clown. He just went a little far. I'm like, okay, leave this poor boy alone. Yeah, he I feel just, you. He was sent here, you know, probably not even by his own volition. He was probably sent by his advisors. Leave this. He's just a kid. Like, he's just a baby, yeah. But he showed you real quick who was a coward. I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, you just got slain by this little boy. So, um, um, we, we see them coming back. Um, and Damon flies very close to their ship i was like a homie um <laughs> yeah i thought he was atta- I so i took notes through the whole episode and my note is damon has attacked the ship <laughs> like i thought that he was trying to kill them i'm like he just trolls 24 7 like yeah he does. i mean they were like preparing for battle she like smacked her head on the ship i was like damn she could have got a concussion from your foolery she's acting um, like she did i'm gonna be honest boop <laughs> Love her. Never slandering her. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, so that's our only, our only view of a dragon this episode is Caraxes basically just flying on top of this ship, uh, delivering Damon back to the capital uh, as Rainier is heading back to tell her father, "Uh, yeah, no, I'm done. I'm done with this crap. I'm tired of hearing these boys and old men and everyone in between plead their case for my hand. Mm-hmm. I'm coming home. And mm-hmm. we see Damon comes back with his little like seaweed, sea plant uh, crown on his head. They've named him King of the Narrow Sea for taking the Stepstones. And he's here to make peace at first. Um he hands over his crown, his sword, and he's like, you are the true king. 
Uh, how'd you feel about the the reunion of the brothers? I thought it was cute. I mean, I knew that he had ulterior motives, but um, I thought the moment itself was really good. Um, but, you know, it's Damon, so I can't always believe what he's saying, even though he's like, yeah, you're the one true king. Uh, he's a little sussy baka, and I can't trust him all the time, but I do love him. I yeah, do I love him very much. So. <laughs> it was so fun seeing them just kind of like laugh and talk yeah. out in the like courtyard as but brothers. But it sucks because I feel like the king can only be on good terms with one person at a time. So while he's while Rene while Rhaenyra is in his favor, he's mad at Damon. But whenever Damon is in his favor, he's mad at his daughter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was a bum. It was good to see them laughing and being brothers. But then he's taking out his anger on his daughter in front of everyone and embarrassing her. So didn't love that, but I did love the brother moments. It was sweet. But it did lead to a nice moment for Alicent when she goes to comfort Rhaenyra and yes. talks to her on a, on a human level. <sighs> yeah. And that exchange, while uncomfortable, um, because Rhaenyra... Uh, she's just like, uh, no, I don't want to be a damn prisoner in a castle. That's only job is pumping out air. So yes. I'm like, Ooh, uh. I mean, but she realized she's like, oh shit, my like. Sorry. Yeah, she did apologize. It felt, although to Allison, it probably felt like a jab. It wasn't intended as one. Yeah. yeah. So, I get how number one, Allison would be hurt, but I also get that Rhaenyra was speaking mm-hmm. about herself. She was not speaking ill of her ex-friend maybe friend again uh, well, I think she doesn't really I don't know if she necessarily even viewed Allison in that form I feel like yeah. she, this seemed like Allison's want you know t- like she's very yeah. on board with playing the game within the male driven system like doing 100%. what she's doing in there so uh, in my head it's like I don't think Rhaenyra really even was thinking about Alicent mm-hmm. at all when she said mm-hmm. that because I think she's like oh and this is what you wanted to do like yeah I agree but also acknowledged that she was like oh I I'm sorry I didn't I didn't mean to like inadvertently hit you with yeah that. yeah uh, they never go see the tapestries, as far as we mm-hmm. see. They just kind of sit there. But uh, <laughs> then we get the kind of discussion. And we see, I don't know, they almost sow the seeds of just Allison's position really well. So they have yeah. her kind of tell Rhaenyra, like, look, anyone would be happy to have scores of men, you know, pleading their case. Most women me her included mm-hmm. had no real option it's like you get two if you're lucky uh you get to make that choice and then we see when damon comes to sneak out uh rainira she's like running around and she's having fun and mm-hmm. she's she's getting a little raunchy in the pleasure houses mm-hmm. at the same time it's intercut with allison i was just about to bring yes i was about to bring that up mm-hmm. as a duty uh, mm-hmm. to her husband uh yeah how did you feel about that like, i cutting? thought that the juxtaposition of please if you're not for damon and rainira i don't i don't i understand this is just if you take the incest out of it take it out ignore it for a moment damon has just taught rainira for the first time that sex for a woman should be pleasurable that is not something women were taught 
in those days. Or I guess this is fictional. There's no those days. But women were not taught that, especially not princesses. Princesses marry for duty. And seeing Allison, who got what she wanted, having joyless, loveless sex with an old man where she looks disgusted. She's doing the whole lie back and think of England thing, you know, and she's popping out children and she feels no, no, no sexual attraction to this man. And having that intercut with a young girl, her same age, learning for the sex for the first time that sex can be pleasurable. I think that is so good and interesting and sure she probably didn't learn it in the best way but she would have never ever learned that if it weren't for this experience she's seeing women with women and men with men she's learning a lot all at once and she's 18 four years have passed I believe since the beginning at this point um and she's learning something she might not have ever learned with that experience and she takes it and she obviously doesn't sleep with Damon but she takes that and we see her in the next scene with uh, Sir Christensen or whatever his name is. And they're giggling and laughing and like teasing each other while they take off their boots. And it's such a sweet, I think it's one of the sweetest scenes in all of Game of Thrones, her sex scene with him. I, It's so innocent, but also like they're so excited and happy and it's not even like raunchy. It's just like they're happy and she might not have ever she might have just stayed a maiden until she got married to someone she didn't love and been in the same situation as Allison and but she's got blood of a dragon she's not built for that type of life so i don't know i thought it was really cool and i think that like the situation with Damon in the brothel would have been viewed as more harmful to her if it hadn't been cut with Allison showing that was the path that she was on if this experience hadn't happened. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it definitely makes sense. I thought it was a really, really well cut Mm -hmm. scene. Like Mm -hmm. just seeing the two paths that they're on and kind of laying that foundation there. I thought that was really, really well done. Uh, I enjoyed that a lot. And we do see just her getting to have fun, uh, mm-hmm. you know, oh, like Jasmine from Aladdin style. Yeah. Just throwing yeah. on rags and running around the city. She even steals food and all um, mm-hmm. about to have and, her hand chopped off. Uh, but... Yeah. And like Aria yeah, pretending so to not be the princess. Sorry. I just I love it. I love when that happens. So we see her through there. We also see already, obviously, we got a lot of this last episode, but it's even in the small folks. They even have plays about the succession mm-hmm. right now between her, her uncle still in the conversation, and then her little br- half-brother, Aegon. And he's now th- what, three years old uh, in the crib. But uh, <laughs> in the playpen. Um and so we continue to kind of see that. And, and, and I think Damon also is importantly like, uh, you know, the, the small folk do matter if you want to rule them because yeah, like, oh, their opinions are not of consequence to me. Um, it's like, mm, well, maybe, <laughs> let's not have that viewpoint yeah, all right? the time. <laughs> maybe sometimes if they're making fun or whatever, but we don't want to be Cersei Lannister and just hate <laughs> the small folk and blow them up um, if we can. But I thought I thought the whole scene of her running through there was fun. Now, the informant 
looks like it came back to be Damon's ex-paramour who I thought it was a little boy well he came and gave her money <gasps> oh my god the boy ran down there so she is she is taking care of Damon <laughs> in the bed okay. uh, I don't know he he, he must have went off somewhere in that brothel she says she doesn't do that anymore so now she kind of I think she's is like she the Peter lady Baelish? of the house is yeah she like, I think oh, no. she's like <laughs> not Peter but maybe no yeah P- like yeah, Peter, Peter. Because I even the main, this I say this with all the love in my heart because I love this character, but I forgot her name. Even the main whore, like Peter's right hand, she, yes, she still had to sleep with people. So if this girl's not doing it at all, then she's the Peter Baelish. Yeah, and Littlefinger was always spreading the tea, so mm-hmm. even more. Okay, slay. Yeah. Yes, so, I did not catch that. Thank you so much. Yeah, it looks like she's one of the informants uh, mm-hmm. to the hand of the king, at least this hand of the king. Um, and she also is kind of done with Damon. I don't know if this is like just kind of business is business for her or she's a little bit scorned because he was a little disrespectful. I was like, chill. Like, yeah. why are you talking to her like this? Um, yeah. <laughs> what happened between the last time we've seen you two together and this time? I don't know, <laughs> but... Yeah, I thought it was very interesting. And they called her like the white worm. And then they cut yeah. to her and she's in that white dress. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, girl, you were informant to Otto Hightower. I feel like I didn't catch all of that because that was when I was getting out of my Uber <laughs> with my suitcase and watching at the same time. <laughs> you know, it's you a know. difficult to catch all the, the random little things um, yeah. when you're on the move. <laughs> but we do see the whole moment with her and Kristen Cole. Yes. Uh, Rhaenyra. And he's obviously very hesitant because he's a, a man of the, the knights, the the king's guard with his white cloak. Mm-hmm. Um, but he goes through with it. Uh, <laughs> he breaks his oath. She, <laughs> he is a little bit more hesitant for a little bit, but she, she gets what she wants. I feel like after... Because she was pretty set on Damon, too. Yeah. When they're in that pleasure house, she was like, you know what? Yes, I do want this. Um, and he's the one who walks she, yeah. away there. And she said, all right, well, then, bet. I have a cutie waiting outside my door, actually. So, and yeah. I've, been, I've been having my eye on him for a minute. So, let me go back. She got both of the hottest men in Westeros in one night. <laughs> She's like, look, we going to do something tonight. I don't care. <laughs> um. But it was very cute and uh, sweet. He definitely had that awkward... I don't know if it's regret. Mm-hmm. I felt an air of awkwardness about him. When they, the next after day? After that, yes. Yeah. After that. She did not. She's, she's very much like, oh, no, I'm good. He yeah. also... The, the thing is, though, it kind of goes back to that discussion that Damon had with his like paramour before of the power dynamic. She's a princess. Yeah. He's only a knight. So mm-hmm. if he were found out, it could be death for him. He yeah. would be stripped yeah. of all of his everything and possibly killed. She, well, they might try to brush it under the rug. You know, like she's yeah. not going to really feel it like he would. So you always understand that when these royals play with people, um, <laughs> the consequence for them is is a lot less dramatic than it could be for the people they're messing around with. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but we move on. Otto Hightower comes running to Viserys when the little boy tells what he saw. And, uh, well, that little boy embellished a little bit. I mean, I guess 
I guess I well that little boy also wasn't in the room. So yeah, so the, <laughs> the girl who I think is gorgeous and I love her too. I, I don't care if she's lying. She embellished the truth because all they did was make out. Yeah, they just made out. They they were getting you know they were getting close and then mm-hmm. Damon walked away. So they did not do all that that was reported to King Viserys. According to that, uh, she did still have her maidenhood, <laughs> her precious maidenhood. Um, but Otto obviously doesn't know otherwise either. But he certainly took glee in telling mm-hmm. this. That's the thing with him is at the end of the day. He only reported what he heard, I'm sure. Though, we also did not hear that little boy report to him. So yeah. he could have said anything out of his mouth. We don't and know. And he what was, was mad excited to tell. But, yes, everything that was told to Otto Hightower, like King Viserys was like, you ain't slick. You ain't sneaky. Mm-hmm. Are you that desperate to get your damn grandson on the throne? And it's like, yes, he is. That is, He couldn't have run fast enough to come yeah. and tell you. Uh, so that you could disinherit uh, Rhaenyra. Yeah. But here's the point where I really was shocked is Allison overhears and she calls Rhaenyra down. I thought this was going to be much more of a rift. And once again, we get to a point where Allison is actually quite a pleasant person. <laughs> yeah, she's being very lovely. <laughs> she was much more open to hearing Rhaenyra, who did lie. <laughs> Who <laughs> half lied? Yeah. Okay, she half lied. She That's didn't true. lie about Damon. Uh, she lied about you know all this maidenhood BS. So, I mean, but in that point, I guess, especially as a young girl, you know, all this is at stake. If no one has any suspicion of you with Kristen Cole, why? I mean, I yeah. don't know why would you tell her? Yeah, or exactly. Else? There's no reason to tell them. It would put him in danger. Yeah, and so really she just, she told the truth about almost everything she was confronted with. Now, Damon, you know, didn't just lead her in there and then ditch her with the whore and all that. Now, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. she omitted a little bit of the truth in there. It was kind of true. He did ditch her for running off with somebody else by the end, but they don't need the nitty gritty details. Um, they just need to know the general. Uh, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Alyssa, I do think, believed her. And... Especially against Damon, who who does blatantly lie later in the episode, mm-hmm. um, and has been known to just troll his brother for any known reason. Mm-hmm. I guess why would you not take her word for it over his? Um, yeah, that's true. This is the weird situation, but I really thought that was going to be a greater rift between Rhaenyra and Alicent, and it turned out not to really be. Yeah, I honestly, you heard me. I was going off about Allison the other day. Um, and I feel like the show, again, I didn't read this book. It's I, I'm missing out. But I feel like the show in the last two episodes has made her so much more sympathetic. And it's hard because I was ready to be like a hardcore only taking Rhaenyra's side. I feel like in the rift, I'm going to see both sides. She was very sweet and loving in this episode to the king and to Rhaenyra. And like you can tell she was just doing her duty like that her father asked her to do. I don't know. I feel kind of bad for her. And she just wants like she said, she just wants the best for her friend. And she wanted to believe she believed her. She fought for her to her husband. And like, I don't know. She's just she's not being as evil as I thought she was. (laughs) 
Yeah, these these past two episodes have really um, taken a turn with Allison that I wasn't yeah. quite anticipating. And mm-hmm. so uh, I did find it interesting that she would say, you Targaryens do have queer customs. <gasps> yes. Because I was like, girl, you married one. So what you're talking about? But uh, <laughs> you married into that family. So let's not get too crazy. Talk about me. Queer yeah yeah but the rest of it i did i was like okay and again i think it's really set up in an an interesting and nice dynamic between them and it's really has allison in an interesting position in the show between her father between king viserys and between rhaenyra it just leaves her in kind of a an interesting spot currently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then uh the king confronts his brother and his brother uh, is like, and so what, basically? Um, yeah. what, what's the big and deal? And what about it? <laughs> Better me than somebody else is what he says. <laughs> uh, which, yo, um, <laughs> did its job. I mean, it made his brother mad. Just yeah. like, I mean, that's, again, Allison is so much more observant than her husband. I yes. mean, sometimes King Viserys, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. You know why he does this mess is to piss you off. That's why he would lie. Like, hello, anyone with eyes. He literally just yeah. took on an entire army and put his whole life at risk mm-hmm. because he wanted to kind of spite you because mm-hmm. he didn't want you to get the upper hand. Um, but then he's like, just marry Rhaenyra to me. Yeah. And... Viserys is like, you have a wife and you are no damn Aegon the Conqueror. Now yeah. get out. I don't care what the hell you do, get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he has once again kind of been banished from the <laughs> <laughs> That boy cannot keep it together. <laughs> Lord, I was like, okay, Damon, you just gonna lie on your knees like that? <laughs> He's Mr. Um, Struggle. <laughs> Lord, see, he have you flip flopping left and right for with what he does. I know he's just a troll. Come on, what, <laughs> what can we do? He's he's just a troll. Oh, but then we get God. the moment with Rhaenyra and her father mm-hmm. when he talks to her and is like, "Look, it actually doesn't really matter if yeah. you're a maiden or not anymore. It's all about the perception." And you mm-hmm. are the princess and you are royalty. We once again get that discussion about like, if I were a man, this wouldn't matter. Who Like, it just is like, once again, really the show has been about this for all four episodes yeah. Yeah. of just the positioning of a woman in this time and even a woman of power and how it just so negatively affects her in comparison to yeah. how it affects men in power. Um. But he does say, look, I'm tired of all this mess. I'm tired of you running around here doing all this. So you're going to marry Lenor Valerian. And that's that. I'll hear nothing else. We're getting you married to him, period. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, well, fine. I'll do that. But I need you to also do your job. And we've got to cut the head off the snake here in this castle you yeah. need to dismiss Otto Hightower as your hand of the king. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's having spies follow me. He's doing anything <laughs> and everything he can to get his grandson on that damn throne. And so if you want unity, I'll do my part. You do your part. Mm-hmm. And he does. He calls Otto Hightower in. Um, he, I couldn't tell how much of an accusation he was making. About the fact that his uh, ancestors died under Otto Hightower's service. 
Um, yeah, holy shit. After five days, I was like, oh, he said you had two kings die under your watch. But then he would flip. See, this is what's going on with Viserys. He then flipped it real quick of like, but you served my, uh, you know, my grandfather so well in mm-hmm. his final days. Like he would accuse him and then back off and be super like complimentary toward him. I don't know. I think that's so valid, though, because he has mixed feelings. That is his best friend, honestly. And his best friends betrayed him. So he's, like, balancing the betrayal, but also, like, the history that they have together. So it it does make a lot of sense to me. Ooh, but he said, you got to go, Otto. Peace. (laughs) You are now dismissed from your duties as hand of the king. Thank you, sir. Uh, how'd you feel about Otto being escorted on out? Loved it. Loved <laughs> it. Get him out of my face. Couldn't have been better for me. Ooh, well, then we got the final scene. The Grand Maester brings up a little tea, a little potion. I didn't know they had such potions in Westeros, to be honest. Um, but Father said, look, I know what you said. I'm not saying if I believe you or not. I'm not too sure myself. But just mm-hmm. in case, drink this tea. We're going to make sure nothing, um, no unintended consequences come from this. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> um, so I, I thought that was also kind of funny. I mean, she looked a little bit shook, but I'm yeah. like, girl, just. You know what? I would just drink the tea. Yeah, uh, especially right. you, you've been talking about you don't want a baby and all that anyway, girl. Just drink the tea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So how are you feeling? I feel that now we're going to get the riff, though. If Alicent finds out, which I think she will, that Rhaenyra is the reason her father got dismissed, uh, I don't know how that's going to go down. Yeah, yeah. Because if anything, her father will still be in contact. And come on. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I feel like, again, you've read the book and I haven't. I'm really liking it so far. I'm really interested to see where it goes. It's odd because I know that the point was that Damon was using her but he does have like a softness and affection for her. And we've mm-hmm. seen it throughout the first four episodes. So I'm really interested to see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm really excited to see where this goes. I loved this episode. It was the perfect amount of drama for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so next episode, I think I ha- I didn't watch the little preview. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, are we getting some more of my my boy Lenor? Is he coming on back into the scene, <laughs> or what's going on with Ugh. my Lenor? Uh, <laughs> I'm excited though. I'm also excited for obviously some some of my little baby dragons to resume. Yes, we haven't, we haven't seen like really all of House Valerian, other than Corliss and a little bit on that battlefield much recently. Yeah. Can I can I make a can I have a hot take for a second? Oh, okay. I think it's a little weird that people are okay from what I've seen would be okay with her marrying the Valerian son when that's her cousin. 
but they're super against Damon, which is her uncle, which is the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's still incest, baby. They're Targaryens. You're choosing one or the other. Anyway, I just think that's a little odd. I'm not <laughs> taking sides. I thought the sir, I thought the Christensen scene was the cutest thing I've ever seen. So I'm not saying nothing about that. I just think it's a little funny and a little odd. Okay, cousins I mean, I, are bad I hear too. You. <laughs> I hear you. We've seen aunt and nephew. Hell, we've seen twins. No, that um, one's that one's makes me sick to my stomach. I mean, <laughs> Listen, no, makes me no say, hold on let's not get you great <laughs> um lots of again the targaryen line is full of sibling uh incest yes. nevertheless yes. uncle to niece and cousin to cousin yeah um and even if viserys had married lena uh that also would have yeah. been in the family line so for sure you're right <laughs> and really um him marrying Alicent was was getting away from that <laughs> wait that actually i'm thinking about it now and it's weird that he was so upset about it being her uncle mm-hmm. when he was about to do the same thing with a child like a literal baby child <laughs> like you know what i'm saying <laughs> i wonder i guess i took i take it a little bit as he was just like you were supposed to protect her. <gasps> okay. No, no, no. That you know, makes sense. That makes like, sense. Like, you're out here doing this mess and you're supposed to be there for her. Yeah. That's your niece. <laughs> no, you're right. And and he should have, if he really cared for her, he should have asked for her hand in marriage first. Um, that's not my actual opinion. I'm just saying what the king probably thought. Yeah. Um, okay. No. I also was like... I don't know. Do we have to do it like out here in the open in this pleasure house? Yeah, that was insane to me. That, yeah. Like, can you take her back somewhere? If we're, if we're going to do it, right? like, right. whatever. But can we like, I don't know. These these brothels seem way more wild than like even the ones like Peter Baelish. Was, I was well, like, these people just be doing it literally. Because they're orgies. The they're like having straight up orgies. Which is crazy. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like, okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, she was exposed to everything up in there. Yeah, but seriously. oh, I don't know. I think the the series has been pretty great so far. Um, so yeah. Any final thoughts on episode number four? That was very interesting. I know it's very controversial, but I it's Game of Thrones, and it felt like Game of Thrones, and I love that. <laughs> uh, definitely, definitely did. Do you have any like? top mvps and like who who's the bottom of the barrel when it comes to characters for you right now yeah bottom of the barrel is allison's dad <laughs> uh mvp is rhaenyra targ nation um and in the doghouse is damon because he is being a little manipulative and i don't like it even though it's hot <laughs> so he's in the doghouse right now yeah it's one of those like mm, i know what you're doing and i know you don't i don't know you think everything's kind of a game but mm, i don't know it could harm it could harm her in the long run bro. yeah uh, <laughs> tend to be lying like this exactly but yeah, rainira she's still my girl uh this episode may be like Kristen might be up there with her just because mm-hmm. yeah i like I like their connection so far. Yeah, and, me too. Yeah. 
and then in the i mean Otto, it's gonna take maybe if he stays away for a while he can climb out of that last place <laughs> but it's gonna take a lot to get Otto hightower out of worst on the show for me so <laughs> oh this episode a little bit viserys too i don't know some, some of the stuff he was okay i did like viserys defending his daughter he always has that moment like last episode two even though he's doing all this other mess he's acting a fool when mm-hmm. he has that moment with like jason lannister and he stands up yeah. for rainiera and her claim i'm like yes this this is what i want viserys uh yeah, like half the time he's girl bossing and, and the, the other, other half, half. <laughs> he's just like bumbling around i don't know what he's doing really yeah he's just kind getting of more and more sick i'm like oh my lord like every episode you're more and more sickly yeah that man is losing okay this is a genuine question does he have like um like diabetes do you think is that why he's losing fingers so he gets, like he gets like severe cases of like gout and stuff yeah but that happens when you have yeah diabetes and like they wouldn't have treated it especially back in the day i'm sure gout was (laughs) diabetes incarnate they were (laughs) probably interchangeable back then when they didn't know what the hell it's Um, just sad like it's interesting to see that in like a horse historical show you know i've just been wondering what it is Ooh, and thank god we didn't have no maggots or anything they just kind of washed his yeah, I don't need to see more of that. Scabs and wounds. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I thought that was a weird scene. I was like, okay, we don't. I mean, I guess to kind of make this weird little connection between them two, but I don't need to see her like washing him or whatever. I, I didn't know. need to see her sleeping with him either. <laughs> I mean, me either. But, you know, if we're going to do it, I guess this this was the best possible way. Thank God we didn't just have like a minute or two of just watching that like <gasps> uninterrupted true. i would have been like oh my god please. that is very true <laughs> meanwhile i know you said it's sweet and all but let's get this thirst out of the way are we is this really all you're going to give us of sir Kristen cole is this like <laughs> obstructed view through the damn like blinds and shit oh my god who do you Mm-mm. do you ship her with someone do, do you want her with someone i want to know the truth i mean i <laughs> when i i'm definitely usually like one of those girl boss like f them all um uh-huh. at this point in the show i i i it's a doomed ship though because i'm like the one i do like her with the most right now is Kristen. Uh-huh. he can't marry and he can't like he can't do any of this so it's mm-hmm. just it can never be um so yeah. I mean, her and Damon are fun. For yeah. sure. <laughs> and her and everybody else are terrible. So, yeah. you know, uh, that's the only other one. But, yeah. I, mean, I don't want to get canceled. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not pro that IRL. <laughs> Absolutely not. I can't even handle the Lannisters. So, I don't. Listen, I am not pro. Don't come after me. It's nasty, nasty work. <laughs> However,. In this fictional it. world where it's commonplace. world where it's normal for their family. Lannisters are nasty hoes because it's not normal for their family. You know what and I'm saying? Even, I mean, I guess if they had had twins, Targaryens probably would have. Ugh, but that's also, still nasty to me. <laughs> most of them got betrothed. Like, that's the other thing. They all got betrothed. So they were just told. <gasps> yeah. It was like, okay, you're going to marry your sister. Yeah. And the Lannisters... 
uh, chose it themselves. They were like, now yeah. we're going to sneak around in the back and I'm going to have sex with my twin. With my twin. <laughs> because how, I want to. How conceited are they? <laughs> like, well, especially, have you read those books or no? Yes. Yes, I have. To say, especially in the books, I think they make yeah. it pretty clear. A lot of why Cersei is at least initially attracted to Jamie is because he's kind of a reflection of herself. Exactly. No, she's she's a, so, she's evil. He really she, loved her, but <laughs> she is straight up uh, just kind of a narcissist, uh, and we love her for it. You know, yes. we love Cersei for that. All right. Well, that was our <laughs> recap and ramblings and discussion I'm so on sorry. House of the Dragon episode four. Hopefully you all enjoyed it. We want to hear what you thought of this episode and what is your favorite episode of the season so far? Let us know. You can obviously find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Cinemania World Podcast. And Mads, where can the folks find you? Please don't cancel me, guys. <laughs> don't dox me. You can find me at Maddie underscore Amidala on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, pretty much everywhere. And my other podcast is Windsor Film Club. So you can hear me talk about cult movies over there. <laughs> Perfect. And you can find me at ChiliBoyYT on Twitter and then Chili Boy Productions on Instagram and on YouTube, where I am currently doing reactions to all of the episodes if you want to check those out. And thank you all for watching, and we'll talk some more Thrones next week. <laughs>